Okay, everyone, it's happening. Woo! Uh, Woo! We are doing it. <laughs> we are here f- finally on the 380, let's say, third episode of Catching Foxes. We are here with the one and only Patricia Carey. Yay! Mom, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. You're so excited. I am great, You're so great, excited. great. I'm very excited about this. Because honestly, when I heard the recording of you and I talking sports right before the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I said, we sound good. We are awesome. I am unnatural. <laughs> oh, prepare for a lot of positivity, everyone. A lot of positivity. Patty positive. Or positive so, patty, I guess I should say. That's what they call me at school. Positive patty. Positive patty? Oh, nice. There you go. I thought it was the Chuggalug champ of 1974. <laughs> what? Was, I'm sorry. Am I wrong? Well, not really. But it, was, oh. <laughs> but it wasn't 74. It was a few years after that. Mom, you look so horrified. Like what? Like what employer are you worried about? <laughs> you retired. You're living the dream. I was retired for a yeah. month. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> is it a great Gomer? I my dad saw me. I, I went over to their house to help out with some chores, and he goes, "So I see a little mini retirement going." And I was like, "Dad, you were so right to get out." And he goes, "You know what? I hated it for like the first month." And then I was like, oh, my gosh, why the hell did I do that in the bus every day, downtown, driving, just to, and he just goes <laughs> off on this, like, <laughs> muttering rant as he, like, you know, limps away from me. It was pretty funny. Aw. Oh, that's awesome. So, we're here today to talk about my mom and my parents' experience in the Catholic Charismatic Movement. So, say that uh, ten times, I don't know, fast. Uh. So... Gomer, I'd be curious to see, like, what, like, what do you know, like, broadly speaking, about the history of the charismatic movement? Do you want me to like go too far into it, or no? So, no, I mean, well, I would just say this: like, my mom got involved in the Catholic. I always called her a closet charismatic because she never really talked like it and prayed like it. But when I went to my first Stoneville Youth Conference and came home, she goes, "Oh, you sound just like I did when I was nineteen, and when you were nineteen, or I was nineteen, and I came home from." Uh, this retreat that I went on, I was like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, the Protestant church nearby, the Pentecostal non-denominational whatever. You know, they did their this thing. And she's like, I used to pray in tongues and do all that stuff. It was wonderful. And so she used to go to a, a Catholic group, a Catholic charismatic group for years in the 70s. And my dad never got into it. He actually hated all of it. But uh <laughs> But yeah, uh, Duquesne retreat, 19, what was that, 65, 66, Duquesne retreat when the Holy Spirit fell on a group of Duquesne college students who were all Catholic, and kind of from there, the charismatic renewal rippled out. So, Mom, you're in like the, so you graduated from high school in 74, Correct. right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then when's your first encounter with the charismatic movement? Um, 1976. And that's at a Steubenville conference. Yes. Okay. It's over the summer, you're 20. So was it for college kids? Like, like who was there? Okay. So what it was, my mom and dad were involved in the charismatic renewal through Our Lady of Mercy Church. In um, Dayton, Ohio. Yes, in Dayton, Ohio. And they were telling me, because when I came home from college one day on a break or a weekend, and I looked at my parents and I said, I'm not sure God even exists. And this whole church thing is useless. And if God was really existing, why would he let all these horrible things happen in the world if there really is a God? 
And so my parents, I remember mom telling me later, she's like, we freaked out. So they said, okay, well, they heard, I don't know how they heard about Steubenville, to be honest with you, because like I told you one other time that at that time, Franciscan was a college, not a university. And it was just like, so they were saying the college of, of, of Franciscan College was having a conference for the first time for youth. And they needed older people to help guide the younger ones. Like they needed help driving cars, chaperoning, basically. <laughs> There's going to be a big tent and someone has to, you know, shuck around the brown bag lunches. Pretty much so. But no. Yeah. Wait, so, so we, you no, went I as a stayed, chaperone? Yeah, they, they used me as a chaperone. But right. I didn't know that. It's my whole life a lie. Okay, so <laughs> I thought that you went and it was just everyone your age, but you're the, you're on one of the high school. I was. It was. Yeah. Conferences. It was. It wasn't four twenty. What the hell? I did not know this. I I had texted Gomer because I was said I would love to have Father Dave Abavak on because one of the questions I've always had is when do these things start? Like okay, it's, Luke. in my mind, they were always young adults. Okay. All right. Your mom's <laughs> thinking right now. Sorry. That's okay. Because maybe it really was for more of a young adult, and then high schools got involved later. Although my brother was in high school, and he went too. So then it had to be high school. So it had I mean, to it be was like, the seventies. Things they, are weird. They wanted younger adults so the high school kids could relate to. They, um, like, okay, I almost said a name, and <laughs> because it's. Okay. I mean, no, it's it's well, so fun if like you say names. The Nicolinis were involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so Obi. Yeah. Had a carload of non-believers, basically, of high school kids. Nice. And so he huh. wanted help. And so mom and, and there were actually ended up being two cars. And mom and dad told me they really, really wanted me to go. And being the oldest child and the guilt I always had over not doing what my parents said, <laughs> I decided to, I said, well, I was working as a nurse's aide in a nursing home. And so I said, I have to work every other weekend. And I said, it's probably on my weekend. I have to work. So then mom makes me check my calendar and lo and behold, I'm off that weekend. And then I said, well, I can't afford to go. I can't pay for it. And they go, oh, no, you're not going to pay for it. And then I was like, oh, so then I had to come up with another (laughs) excuse. So then I just looked at him and I said, I'm only going to go if, my brother goes if Chris goes <laughs> and I remember him standing there looking at me now he's three and a half years younger than me so you know he's like he you know <laughs> uh, I'm 16 or yeah. something like yeah he's looking yeah. at me going you know he doesn't want to go so they made us both go <laughs> and so and I thought well basically honestly I was going to go look for cute guys because it was in college <laughs> easy patty Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I just looked online real quick. The first youth conference was in 1976. Bingo. It was a thousand youth and young adults. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So it was the first one. I knew it was. My son was was trying to tell me otherwise. Was this this moment just like when I had to tell you that the name of the album was Upbeat and Beat Down, but not Upbeat and Downbeat? (laughs) But is it one of those moments where you're like, I've, this isn't like a central truth, but I've always held to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this. Okay, so then, and then, when do you do the whole like peace and love, Jesus saves like thing, like sarcastically? Oh, too? oh, yeah. So when we're leaving to get into the car, so um, they all ended up coming to our house because we had uh, more people 
maybe we had three cars. I can't remember. But there was also another family who's one of my best friends on this. Janet Kaler was involved and her brother went as well, who was, who was my brother's age. So we had this group. And then I remember standing in the driveway, turning around, looking at my parents. And I just, you know, I just went, peace and love, Jesus saves, and jumped <laughs> in the car very sarcastically. <laughs> you know. not, like, not like Emily at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I lived with my entire life. So, so okay, so then like you go, mm-hmm. what's it like for you, that experience? Well, I was shocked to see so many young people there. I was surprised by the niceness and friendliness of everybody. I was expecting people to be more nerdy-like, if, that, if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> Do you want to talk about John's third epistle? <laughs> because I was cool. You know, I had oh, long yeah. hair. I'm all, no, I was, you know, I mean, I'm. You were in, in a sorority. I mean, yeah, I was in a sorority. I just, you know. Chug-a-lug champ. <laughs> So yeah, I was, I was, I was the, you know, I knew I was like, you know, above everybody else. But then when I get there and I, as was your son when he went there. (laughs) So, but when I go there and I see everybody and they just seem so natural in their own skin. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like no pretense, human, no, no show, no fakeness. No, like I have to impress you because I'm so cool. Um, none of that. None of none of that at all. I didn't. I didn't run, run into. I just saw a lot of. Uh, it was the, like I said, the first one. So they, I, they had the the hills. You know, you guys went to school there. The the hills. Like, granted, it was a lot different by the time you guys got there. But there yeah. were a lot of. I'm, I'm assuming. But I remember sitting on the hill and then people and looking down and just seeing sea of kids and tents in the background. So if you. I did watch Jesus Revolution. So if you ever saw the movie, neither one of you have seen the movie yet, right? Uh-uh. No, I was, I was okay, going to try okay. to watch because it. Because they have a scene like that where they're up like on a like, – it reminded me so much of Franciscan when I saw that. Really? That part. Was it just the like – Because you see the people in, in all, all ages all coming yeah. together. And so are, are is everyone just like hanging out a lot? Um, are there like well, a they lot had, of talks? Is there? Yeah, oh yeah, no, there were talks, and they had the the meals were organized. I remember that they had breaks. I remember those. I remember. I'll tell you, the first night was interesting. We're just kind of taking it all in. I don't really remember much. It was the second. It was on Saturday. No, we left. Oh, whatever day we left. I just remember. When we woke up in a tent, I don't camp. So this was interesting. (laughs) So in a tent. And I was with Janet, my friend. And she said, and and I go, well, she looked at me and she goes, well, now we probably should go to mass. That's what we're here for. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, nerd. There's a hot boy over there. And so then. But I see people walking towards the ch- church. And I went, oh, all right. So I, I go and I join her. And there's a line to get in. A line and we're at the second mass. The and it wasn't even that late. I mean, and I couldn't find my brother and his friend. I found out. They said, oh, Chris and Chuck, they went to the first mass. 
So we're sitting on the sidewalk. I'm in disbelief at everything I'm seeing. You know, lines to get into church, seriously? You know, and and it's all, you know, like young people. And then when I saw my brother come out of church, and his eyes are like huge. And he looked at me and he goes, I just don't believe it. I've never seen anything like it. I just don't believe it. And I'm like, what did they do to you? Because I thought for sure they did something to him. Who and- touched you? Who touched you? <laughs> and he goes, no. He goes, going, I bring you love. No, he goes, Patty, it was great. It was awesome. And I'm like, you know, I just gave him that. I just, I, you're like, okay, so like this is what my mom does whenever she like has a moment like this. She basically has like one eyebrow that goes yeah, up and she gives way. you this really weird like, nah, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. So I've gotten that many a time. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But then I remember going in and it was, it, it did, you know, I'm even talking about it. I fumble over my words. It was so, I knew as soon as I walked in, it was so totally different than anything I'd ever experienced in my life. And I love the church and I, and, and I, at that time, I, I tried different faiths. Like I went with different boyfriends I had and I would go to their church. I I just couldn't do it. I never felt like I was in church. And yeah. you know, when you, when you go to mass, you got that feeling that you, you've been to church. Yeah. I never had mm-hmm. that feeling. I've done my time. Yeah. It, it was never my time. So when I um, went in and, and the priest comes out, and there's, you know, everybody has guitars and there's a drum, there's there are drums and there's young people on the altar and they're all walking around. And I'm like, this seems so chaotic to me. I was like, where's the formality? Where's the, you know, and it was all just so, because that's what I was rebelling against. I didn't want what you guys, what, you know, I rebelled against that formal stuff. I did not want mm-hmm. the priest back to me. I had no idea what he was doing at the altar during the consecration of them. I mean, I, what are you doing? I wanted to Tapping see what you were doing. <laughs> How do I know? Show me your hands, man. Show me your hands. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> so for me, it was, and the priest comes out and he's got this like curly long hair and he had on white, I'm not forget it. He had on white tennis shoes, but these like, like Converse type shoes. And he's all young and he's like, well, I mean, and he's just welcoming. And I'm like, oh. it was just so different. So like, and then the music started and he's clapping and they're praying. And I'm like, I didn't, even, I, I, I was, I was just, it took my breath away. I didn't even know what to say. I just stood there like, oh my gosh. And they were, then they start talking about just Jesus in general, just, you know, and like, I felt like at that point. I had heard about the Jesus Revolution, but it but since it started more in 68, it didn't reach us until like late or early 70s, mid 70s here. Mm-hmm. So by the, I'd heard about it. I saw the Time magazine cover with it said Jesus Revolution on it because that was also in the movie. And as soon as I saw the cover, I went, yes, I knew it. So. It it finally reached us and it was it's it saved my faith. If it I would have for sure, if I had not gone to that conference, I never would have had the relationship with Jesus that I that I had over the years. 
uh, no, hmm. because I, it saved me. Um, it's, it saved me from just, I don't know how to put it in words exactly. I feel like I, it saved me from such a heaviness that I was dealing with at the time of just a lot of other different things. It helped me with my uh, family and my parents. It helped me with, oh, my faith. I got like a reintroduction to the rosary. It came from all that. Um, my faith in Mary got stronger. My devotion to Jesus. And, and that's when I discovered, too, the... This is who you're named after, and it's not Luke from Star Wars, what everybody <laughs> kept saying when you were born. Oh, you made name of Luke from Star Wars? No. It was from St. Luke. No, nerds. <laughs> Get back Which, nerd. side note, I did see that movie when it first came out in the theater, the first mm. Star Wars. But anyways, yeah. I This is what I it's progress. like hanging out with my mom, everyone. I want to be very clear, just so this isn't her trying to impress you. It's A lot of like, side now, notes. Now, my, mom, my mom did, too, and I don't know if you have this experience, but she screamed at the top of her lungs in the theater at the very first 17 seconds because the that was her first experience of surround sound and the star destroyer came from behind and it terrified her oh really yeah. i do not remember if it yeah that opening scene with the rebel ships flying away in the star yeah destroyer, my mom goes ah, ah, it's behind <laughs> us out loud full volume Michael, you t- my heart was pounding. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, oh. So who is Luke named after? Was it St. So Luke? Saint, there's, a, there's a saint. St. Luke. St. Luke. Mm-hmm. And, okay, now here's where I'm, okay, his gospel. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Okay. <laughs> of the, of <laughs> the prodigal of my, it's son. It's in my top four. <laughs> of the prodigal son was like my story. Ah. It was like my story. And so I loved that mm-hmm. story so much. And then I got my own Bible. I was so proud of myself. And I went to the bookstore and that was when the Bible that said it was blue. I had it for years and I, did I give it to you, Luke? There was, no, I, I got dad's copy of the way. Oh, okay. okay. Which, well, I had my own copy. Was a Protestant of, I had my own okay. copy of okay. the way. I think I remember that actually. Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to it. Yeah. It probably got destroyed in one of our basement flooding issues or days. Do have have you heard of the of the way Bibles, Gomer? Yeah, like yeah, from yeah. the seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like t- to me, that's like ingrained in my brain. It's just like, yeah, yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So th- so then, what? Like, was there any one particular? Was there like was it just the whole experience? Was there any one particular like kind of? Well, there was a lot a of moment. Well, it was a lot of like, it was a well. I'm going to just say it was probably because a lot of feel good stuff. It was a yeah. lot of church can be. Could, I don't want I. It, Fun is too, I don't like the word fun, but church can be meaningful. To me, church was not mm-hmm. me. I keep hitting this. Sorry. Church was, no, okay. you're fine. Church was meaningful, uh, was not meaningful to me the way, way, the way that I've been going to church. It was very, very remote. It was, is that the right word I want to use? Very robotic. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you walk in, mm-hmm. you sit down, you do this, you do that. You look around, you you know, and you, and then this is the time you go, blah, blah. He's going to talk to you for like 15 minutes. You just keep looking at your watch, hoping it goes faster. You know, it was just very, you know, like. Regimented, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, yes. And, um, and I got nothing out of it. Absolutely nothing. And so until I experienced the conference and that mass changed everything for me, that mass did. So it was, so it was really the experience of that mass. Mm-hmm. 
it was like, and, and then from that, they, they, we went to a lot of talks, a lot of how to, I mean, after all, we were into the, you know, we're still leaning past the 60s. I know it's 76, but a lot of hangover from six, late 60s or into the 70s. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, a lot of talk about drug use. A lot of people shared their stories of of being on drugs and how they were able to overcome it and how Jesus helped them from that. And that's also another reason I I, I like the Jesus revolution because I can relate to some friends of, of ours that your dad and I is that went through that. Mm-hmm. Basically being in the gutter and being pulled out. Mm-hmm. So it was, okay, see, this is what happens when your mom talks too much at a time. <laughs> I, okay. I'm like, and what was I saying? <laughs> Well, you know, it, it is interesting, though, the Jesus movement. I remember Fulton Sheen participating in one of the rallies, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, mm-hmm. and he gave a sermon that was so incredible. It wasn't exactly like, you know, this stuff, but he was in the middle of L.A. or the um, San Francisco surrounding areas, and there was a, like a bunch of hippies having some festival, and it turned into this Jesus movement thing, and mm-hmm. so... All yeah. these people were going out there, and he went out there, and he was invited to preach. And he went, I mean, I didn't realize this, but he did tons of ecumenical stuff all the time. And he mm-hmm. went out there, and he gave this epic homily where he, he would eventually, he was talking about it at some famous talk, but he's like, give up. He's like, you don't get anything out of mass because you don't put anything, or you don't get anything out because you don't give up anything to get in. And he said, give up some of your dope, give up some of your drink. And he tells the story of people just coming forward, and they had a like an outhouse toilet and they were just throwing their drugs in there and flushing it down the toilet and people were instantaneously delivered of their, you know, five-year addiction to to really hardcore drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was a big, it, it freed so many people from their drug addiction. And see, huh. and for me, it was freeing of freeing me from just the pressures of being 20 years old, you know, like yeah. you're in college. Mm-hmm. I w- do I really want to be a teacher? Did, you know, just a lot of, and then and then having the college life, and then counterbalancing it with what I'm dealing with when I go home for the summer. And they were very much, they were very different, you know. And so mm-hmm. I would then, you know, it's just your typical twenty year old angst. Yeah. And uh, is, is this what I want to do with my life? To want to teach? And by the way, Gomer, I am still teaching. I retired and went back. <laughs> nice, nice. Once you're out, they pull you back mm-hmm. in. It always happens. So then, what what's your experience like? Like after you leave, I mean, like like after you're done with the, the conference. Oh, we were on such a high. Home. Then that yeah. that Saturday night, they had like face painting and dancing. It was just a lot of freeing. I don't a lot of um, just a lot of 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 hippie shit. Of what? <laughs> Hippie shit. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. Hippie shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of my, uh, when I was at the Dave Matthews concert the other week, I was going to, I was going to, to grab a beer and I had to like work through the crowd. And like every time I'd be like, boom, boom, I would go out of my way, hippie, like <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> so even though they're all like, you know, like frat boy prep, but yeah. Just, sorry. Anyways. Oh, I'll, I'll go on. Hey, I got these flowers. Uh, let's put them in our hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's paint our faces. Yeah. 
I don't know. Someone find a Native American that we can sympathize with. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. oh, sorry. I have to plug in my. Okay. okay. I have to. P- plug it. And it says you, I have like ten percent battery life. I told you to charge your computer. <laughs> I said okay. we talked about this. What, what, no it, one listens to me. Anyways, sorry about that, everyone. Um, so going back to it. So, okay, so you have this incredible experience at the conference. Yes. Lots of young people yeah. like your life, mm-hmm. just, you know. So yeah. then what is like, like, when do you start going to prayer group meetings? Well, actually, first, let me ask this. What is it like? Because I remember hearing a story about, like, when you guys get home, you have, like, a major party at the house. But, but it's not like a crazy party. It's just like everyone's just, like, hanging out after they get back from Steubenville. Was that that year? No. I'll get to that real quick, okay. though. I right. had another point I wanted to make. Sure. So that on the on before we left to go home from the conference, we went to the bookstore, and the book. So when I was in the bookstore, there were all kinds of things about oh, come to Francisco, you know, like pamphlets about the universe. Yeah. Well, like I said, it was college then, and about going there. And I thought it would have been so cool to go there. And I remember, and then I said, well, maybe one of my kids will go here someday. And we've all started laughing because, you know, like, like that would ever happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> and then, and then when, but I remember as I was uh, talking to this, 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 to one guy and, and cause they're, everybody's talking to everybody. So yeah. easy, Patty. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Ooh. no, no, so no, not, not, oh, wait, wait, so wait the, no, I just mean it as a joke. Oh, I'm talking the guy. Some guy. Yeah. oh yeah. Well. <laughs> Anyways, he goes, well, and then he goes, see you in eternity. I goes, like, it was like that. And I went. That's such a freaking stupid line. That is such a stupid line. Oh, you're right. I hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> you're like, a little weird, but okay. That's okay. It was a little strange, but that's okay. I'm, I'm, I've got your dad praying for me now, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, like, okay, so then what is it like? Like, when do you start going to, like, prayer, prayer, prayer meetings? Okay, so then what happened was that once I got home and my parents were so worried and they came out on the porch when they went to drop me off. She's here. That, that I know, and, then, and that they weren't sure how we were, Chris and I were going to react. And then I, we just said, praise the Lord, it was the best thing, you know. <laughs> and, we, and as soon as I said, praise the Lord, my mom was like so thrilled. And then they, I signed up for, oh my gosh, what is that called? Born in the Spirit? Life in the Spirit. Life in the Spirit. Yeah, the seminar. Life in stuff. the Spirit. Yes. So I signed up for those. My parents were going to prayer meetings every Thursday at Mercy. So I would started going with them to those prayer meetings. And then, and then, I, and I was still going out with my friends. I still walked this fine line to where I was we like. We know that line very well. <laughs> <laughs> so there was Patty who was going to church all the time now. And, you know, I had the rosary around my hand when I was in church, you know, and saying the rosary and and had my Bible out and I was highlighting and writing things in and doing all these things. And then there was still 20-year-old going out with her friends, Patty, for the summer. Mm-hmm. So I f- felt felt very conflicted. To the point where I, I, I was doing okay with it, but I was worried about when I went back to school. And so I started at a, so when I went back to college, then I, 
like I said, I was in the sorority, and that was the year I moved to the sorority floor that fall. Watch out. Because I didn't pledge till my sophomore year, and then this was my junior year. Mm. So I was going into my junior year, and I did find some people. We didn't really talk, but I'm not sure if I talked about it. I just don't remember that part. But I remember a couple of us going to church. They had a Catholic church within walking distance, and I remember doing this is that. that this is at, at Eastern in Richmond, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, it was in at yeah Eastern at Eastern Kentucky, Kentucky in Richmond, Kentucky, half hour south of Lexington. In case anybody's interested, <laughs> just saying. Always be <laughs> but, closing. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's my mom's motto. <laughs> oh my goodness, I keep dropping this. No, you're fine. You're oh fine. no, oh no, oh, no, no. You just Second. have to make sure it doesn't it's scrape fine. your shirt. That's really all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So so then. Um, and, and and but I could feel myself slipping. You know how you do yeah. when you know you're like you start out like gangbusters. Yeah, church, you know, prayer life. What's happening here? And plus, I I was working. I had a part time job. I was always changing jobs, so mm-hmm. I don't even. I think that was the year. I don't know. That might have been the year I worked in the cafeteria. That was not fun. As DMX is wont to say, I'm slipping, I'm falling, and I can't get up. <laughs> From what I recall, yeah. so then that was it. That was yeah. it. It was hard. It was. It was. It was hard. I'm not gonna lie. So it, then, by the time every time I had a break, I was like, "Oh, I get to go home." It was almost like a relief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And then the summer, I felt relieved. I thought I was always like, "Oh, good. I can." I mean, I went out with friends, but it wasn't like college. Yeah. There, there's a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was. I was relieved. I was relieved. But then I went back. Then that summer, I went again in '77. Okay. Round and two. then my sister went with one year. I got a picture of her, which I totally forgot about. I want to say she went with me in 77. That is and the infamous it, Aunt D for people who were paying yes, attention to her uh, yes. earlier episodes. And then um, and then in 78, was the, I went again. And that's when I graduated. Felt really relieved, like I said. Oh, mm-hmm. oh and then met your dad. But then they also started... Because the movement was growing, so they started doing month. They did like every parish had their own charismatic prayer group, but then they they would start doing once a month, combining them all to one big one, like a like a festival was, of praise. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and I loved it. Nice, I loved it. So um, it was it was it was good. A lot good. of John Michael Talbot. A lot of John Michael <laughs> Talbot. <laughs> John Michael. Lift high well, the banners of love. Of hallelujah. Love. hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mom, I don't know if I ever, I just want to tell you this really quick story. I can't remember if I ever told you a story or not, but that song, every time I hear it now, always reminds me of 2005, my first, almost the senior year. We were, so we had this thing called like year. household mass, and we would always, and like all the households proceed down the aisle with like, uh-huh. like banners and stuff. And so we, so we, we would always go uh, last because it's us, and we would just force ourselves to be the last group. Yeah. And we would either hold up the painting of Blessed Juan, that like Spanish guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and then we do it where, you remember, um, you remember, um, David Hust. So, we're like um, waiting on us to be last. And all of a sudden we see, uh, I can't remember who came out holding up the painting. And then David Huss comes walking down and word is on his shoulders with an American flag. <laughs> <laughs> and we have these twins in the, yeah, we have these twins in the back holding up the flag. 
<laughs> and that's a song that's playing. And they come down and then I just start chanting, USA, USA, like oh that. <laughs> I remember Father Dave Pavonka's head just goes, he just puts his, his like, hands in his face. It's like, oh my gosh, what is this? And it was just... <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest it's the thing end I've game, ever seen. Father Pavanka. It's the end game. <laughs> oh, so, oh, okay. oh, I'm sorry. Are we not all in the household called America? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was the greatest moment of my life. So it's all downhill from there. Exactly. So oh, okay. oh, when you were just th- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go. No, no, go. No, I was just when you were talking about songs and stuff like that. That was another thing that got me was because I was so tired of the. Who for out those uh, songs in the, in the church? And so when they would, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, don't you feel like you're rebelling against what your parents liked? It was always like a like my parents converted when I was three, so they were very strict yeah. Catholics. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. So we're gonna do it this way. And then and then Luke comes along and he's like, no, 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 no. We're going to go back the way it used to be. And so, you know, we'll see what Everly does. Yeah, but it's funny. It's funny for me because my experience was similar to you in that now I come from a church. I come from a church of baby boomers where we only sang things from the 70s, 80s and 90s in the 80s and 90s. Right. Oh, okay. And. And I loved all that stuff, right? And then I go mm-hmm. to Steubenville, but it was all—it was still sung by choirs. But then I went to Steubenville, okay. Steubenville Youth Conference, Steubenville South, which was the first youth conference not done on campus, so first one off campus. And and when I went there, I was like, oh my goodness! So I loved all of the stuff. I loved all of the praise and worship music and the uh, oh gosh, um, you know. To be honest, I loved "Lift Eye the Banners of Love." I love a handful of those John because they're, they're like they're like they're like corny seventies marching hymns, you know, uh, taking yeah, the psalms yeah. and making it a little spicy. So I loved all that stuff. So my my religious traditionalism or whatever you want to call it is not a reject. In fact, I went beyond my mom and dad and what they did because our churches were largely conservative ish when it came to mm-hmm. the music, but the everything was. 70s 80s you know it was all um what do you call it david hogan and haas and all that stuff it was all glory and praise and all that stuff so for me to be to not really like that stuff anymore i still like i mean me and my we still listen to praise and worship music i still pray with it i just don't like it at mass right so it's uh yeah and it's a funny thing because you were at an age though and this goes to the jesus revolution at a time in like u.s history where Old was out, new was in, young was the thing, don't trust anyone over 30 was the, you know, the revolutionary 60s. And then this came along the, along that tide, you know, not, not necessarily a part of it, but yeah. And so there was the, it was almost like in, in a lot of ways, what praise and worship was for me was like, here's all the good things I want without it feeling old and stodgy and boring. Because to me, all that music is boring, right? It either takes praise and worship or techno or it's it's the reversion to the old. Um, okay, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there just like rocking. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, like, not to not to get back on topic, but to get back on topic here. Uh, that's that's okay. That's all right. Nineties. <laughs> so okay, what, mom? No, I was just thinking of the songs. I mean, Gomer just brought back what. You know, just from thinking yeah. of and you thinking of those songs, like I, I will raise him up on the last day. And when we were singing that, I just was and and 
I can remember like starting to put my hands like this. I know, I, I know mm-hmm. you yeah. all uh, can't see me do this, but <laughs> yeah. slowly, just slowly getting my it's hands It's coming up. out. Yeah. I know. Is she shrugging so her then, shoulders? Then, Is she fixing her hair? <laughs> Easily could be either. So then finally, I remember like putting my hands up and then like we will raise him up and it was just the coolest thing ever. I loved it. Yeah. Okay, so go on. <laughs> what's the like, what's the attitude towards the Holy Spirit during, during this time? Was there a general like attitude of like, the Holy Spirit, like, was there a lot of healing or different things like that? Oh yeah, going on? oh yeah, yeah. There was there was healings. There was like a lot of speaking in tongues and yeah. What were the things that like you saw that really blew your mind or things that you experienced? I think we want signs and wonders. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I remember you telling me the story of you having like a headache that was healed. I wait. I was driving in the car with that one. Oh really? Okay. Well, never mind. What, what, I don't Luke's remember something, something juicy. Something like, about the headache. I don't, well, that could have been too, because you know, I always, I always suffer with headaches. <laughs> I just remember you telling some story. Okay, okay. so okay, you moving meet dad, on, moving on. Okay, so you meet dad in nineteen oh seventy eight, and yes, are you you're going to these like prayer things when you're home, and now you have yes. um, graduated from from mm-hmm. college. So are you going to these prayer? Well, I, okay, l- let me just like ask. Let me just ask you this because I think pe- people would be, would be curious what is dad like at one of these things (laughs) (laughs) he's such a nerd (laughs) i looked at him going are you serious because he was just so like oh i don't know your dad was (laughs) (laughs) listen dad looked cool as hell in like his um, leather jacket and his beard and his cardigan yes he did Yes, was he, he into oh, yes, all the stuff did. in the beginning, all the charismatic? Oh stuff? yeah, he was real yeah. into because he was in community then. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. So or, or at least, or at least, right out of it, right after that, because so, oh, he was very involved with the renewal. He said yeah. that saved him as well. Yeah, yeah. So dad's like, so he so, went along to help supervise as well because because the groups kept getting bigger. Yeah. So it was like a caravan of cars that would so, go. go okay. And I think that this is one of the things that I wanted to get to. If I remember, uh, I, I remember hearing from a person that was in community with you guys. This is when I started to work with the archdiocese saying that basically it almost grew overnight to a couple dozen people to over 300. Yeah. I believe Does that, that sound right? Are you talking, what, what do you mean? Community? Well, I, I think I think when she was talking about community, she just meant more people attending charismatic stuff in the prayer in the prayer groups. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, it really grew. When did like I when did that. when did that happen? I'd say late seventies, mid to late seventies. Do you think was it this like what was it that was drawing people there? Um. Well, people actually connecting. I think the Holy Spirit. I mean, um. Just connecting, connecting with the with the with the Jesus movement. With the uh, they were they were searching. Um, mm-hmm. There was just what they they were they were not getting it, and they 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 were searching and refusing to get up. So whatever whatever they were searching for in church wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. were looking elsewhere and hoping that maybe this was it. But you got to remember too, this is the Catholic Church. And we always associated that with the Protestants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, those two weren't crossed. So when this was also happening, you had a lot of older people going, well, you know, this isn't a Pentecostal church, you know. Mm-hmm. If you want that, go across town type of situation. Yeah. Um, 
but it was neat to see because I used to have to differentiate myself and I would say, if they say I'm Catholic and then I would always, I quit saying I'm Catholic. I would say I'm a Christian Catholic Mm. Hmm. because that would, that would tell people that I'm, I, I don't know if it was a charismatic thing or just like a, I too have accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And so they could relate to me a little bit better because, you know, people, they look at the Catholic Church so differently. Well, particularly back then. Oh, yeah. I, there's much, oh, yeah. much more of a, of a divide than, than what you have um, now, even what you had, tw- you know, tw- uh, 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Okay, yeah. so I just want to say I, it's so funny how go ahead. even though things are, you know, we're so different, like all the stuff that you're saying is also in, in obviously different ways. What I experienced after my first Steubenville Youth Conference and they started, you know, at our church, they, they brought in praise and worship music for the youth mass. And we started having these youth masses. And then a group of buddy of mine, buddies of mine come from Oklahoma to come visit me. I had uh, six buddies come down. And I totally forgot to prep them for a full band mass, right? But they're used to all the music that of the, you know, like I said, 70s, 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. and nothing older than the 70s. And um, when the band was like rocking out, my buddy comes up to me and said, when did we become Baptists, right? That was his, because that was our response. In Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, you had Assemblies of God, you had, you know, the Holy mm-hmm. Roller denominations, you have yeah. Baptists. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when the hell did we become Baptists? What is this? And that was the start of like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I fit in here anymore. Or maybe I do, and they're the ones who are wrong, because what I've experienced is definitely from God. And so, you know, it, it, it was such a, it was so fascinating, because it was all these people who said, why don't you just go to the Protestant church? Why don't you go, hey, they're doing praise and worship. Why don't you go there and then come here? You know, it, it is so it is so funny that even after all of this change and even outside the context of the traditional Latin mass or anything, there was still this um, there there will always be, I think, in a certain way, this this understanding. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I would always just I, I would almost not be embarrassed to say I'm Catholic, but I always had to back it up. Yeah. You know, like I'm Catholic, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I go to prayer meetings, you know. Well, it, it was really weird, like, you know, kind of like back in high school when um, I'd go to a lot of like the Christian rock stuff, particularly in the beginning when you made me go. And I was like, oh, this is great. Um, it was definitely like you felt like you were. I, I, okay, I would say growing up in all of this, being surrounded by it. You know, it's not the norm for your religion, but you feel like there's something special about it. like that is that is the the wrong way to to put it it was for me it was how we lived our faith out yeah and it was and it identified like a lot with this other group and it and i didn't really see the conflict with the catholic part for me the conflict was with the protestant church and people being like hey we do this too like i think in hindsight is it really is it's just this form of spirituality okay that I think that I was, I, I'm, and that I don't, I n- never saw any contradictions with the, the Catholic faith in that ever. If anything, one like it fed into the Catholic part, yeah. and so oh, it, it it was it was it, oh, it was more just 
I, 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 I mean, I don't know, this probably isn't fair to a lot of people, but I felt like I was actually practicing the faith, yeah. not because of that, but that's how we lived it out. Yeah. It was, it was very obvious to me that we were this, we took this very seriously. This was real. Yeah. We're not going through motions. We're doing this. Exactly. We're choosing it. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people that I knew, I felt like they were going through the motions. Yeah. Now in hindsight, that's really unfair of me because I just didn't know. Yeah. But I remember okay. going to an event. I, I don't want to ever forget. I'm, I'm, I don't know if you, I don't know if you re- remember this or not. We went to some like the only time we ever the my um youth group because it was all tied into the community stuff, which we will get to in a bit here. But um, so our youth group went to like an area Catholic event. It was at some pool, and I remember seeing a couple people there that I knew, and I remember just kind of being like, "What." You're Catholic, and I had no, I had no I had no clue I had no idea, and I wonder in hindsight like is that on was that more on me or is that just like what the Catholic Church in Dayton was like at that time? Yeah, where they're just kind of doing it because it's a cultural thing to to do. I I don't know I can't, I, can't I don't know either. Them, so yeah, I don't I'd know. be curious to know to know the answer to that. But yeah. so okay, so you meet Dad in nineteen like seventy eight. Dad's heavily involved in the community from what i recall feel free to tell me if any of this is wrong dad gets involved he's really close with his parish with his parish priest and it's through i think the parish priest that he gets involved in the community stuff right that sounds about right yeah okay yeah because he wasn't really like that wasn't his parish like you were going to our lady of mercy Right, and he's going to St. Peter's and Paul, like at, oh well, yeah, in but like like, yeah. like in like yeah. high school, probably a little bit of college. Yeah, high then, school was St. Yeah. Peter's because yeah. he's hanging out with like the Herricks, who are like very good like, family right. friends, my godparents. Yeah, yeah. but like he, this was kind of his thing that he did as well. Right. I just yeah. remember like one of my favorite on memories of Dad. I think he's nineteen. Do you remember this? It was it was, it was we were at Ellen's wedding a couple of years ago. She told the story of when she met Dad. It was at the Herricks' house. Well, it was at the Mees' house. Yeah, Kathy Herrick's house as when and he's there with and the parish um, priest is there hanging out and my dad is sitting on a table with his feet on the table smoking a cigarette talking about Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> just acting like he owns the place. Because oh yeah, is, that's your dad. This is like that's his your second dad. home. So yeah, that's yeah. your dad. So uh, let me tell you how it is. He had no problems in talking about Jesus. No, yeah, no, none, none. none. He would be he none. would be the one that would be on a street corner, really, honestly, if he was. Yeah. Yeah. He used to like um, yeah, prophesize and stuff at, at like oh, yeah. the community meetings and, and all these things. Yeah. So, yeah. So then, what are the what are the prayer groups like for you when you're you're back home? You're going to a prayer group so, with, with the Aiders, right? Right. With and yes, that's just with, like at their house. No, is that a storefront in the storefront neighborhood in Five Oaks? In, in, in Five Oaks neighborhood. Okay. So had people agreed to like um, to like they wanted to um, live in 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 that area? This is also we're, we're going to have to ex, ex, explain. I know, but I want to make um, sure. A lot of people they were living in the area. I was not. Your dad was living in the area. You know, he had an apartment there, and 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 and, he, and his roommate, who he who he stayed friends with forever. So they were right there. Mm-hmm. So they. So yeah, they they were they were all there, but I was not, and there were a lot of other people that were not as well. You know, okay. so uh, Gomer will will be right back. So you got to go put his kids down to sleep because uh, okay. his wife is at the play. Whatever that oh, means. Okay. So okay. Okay. So l- let me ask you this until he comes back, and 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 
we can just kind of start because it like uh-oh oh no shit what happened so her power went out again Okay. Well, anyways, back to the juicy stuff. That's part that I'm excited about. The, so your, your involvement in the charismatic movement then. So you have had this huge conversion during college. You're going through right. that, that kind of dichotomy that actually I think a lot of people experience. Yeah. I had that in high school. I had the inverse of that in, in college, I felt. You know how I'm, I'm moody I got every time I came home. So I know. <laughs> Very moody. Oh, Gomer, another side note. We found a picture of you and John. Adam. No, Adam. 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 Nice. In front of our house on Telford. It was so, you guys, <laughs> yeah. like, you were jumped. But did, were, didn't he jump on an Adam's back or was it, or did Adam jump on Gomer's back? I think Adam's in Gomer's arms or something. I don't remember. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. It was, it was a real silly picture, but it was so cute. nice. Nice. It was the weekend that we were in, we were driving the Geo around screaming at Emily while she was at a house party. Oh, good times. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like I never once went home except when school was over, so winter break, summer break, and the only time every every time except once, except once when I was with the Kissingers, ugh, another charismatic community family. I always went to y'all's house. I mean, Thanksgiving, yeah, fall breaks, all yeah. of that stuff. It was yeah. always that's with right. y'all. It's just funny. Well, we loved having you. We loved having you. I it hated fun. it when Christina would interrupt our 48-hour Coca-Cola binge of of uh, <laughs> Pod Racer in the land that time forgot known as Luke's basement. Ugh. The basement was wonderful. Luke! Luke! I know. Oh, my gosh. She would just come it. downstairs, play pod, like, pod racing. I'd be like, what are you doing? What time is it? Two in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we literally. I could. I could have said it was six a.m. It was two. We weren't in the even afternoon. drinking. We're nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So you've met Dad. Dad's Uber charismatic and weird, but he wears cool outfits. Remember, he had like disco shoes with goldfish in them. So oh my God. He was... that's awesome. And then he told me he's like when I first met him, and I said, "Well, I want to, you know, travel. I want to do these things." And he goes, "You want to travel or not?" He goes, "Oh, not me." He goes. I love being at home. He goes, I enjoy my home. And I'm like, you are so weird. <laughs> what is wrong with you, freak? And I'm like, oh, I mean, never dreaming that, you know, two years later, I'd be married to him. Cause well, did it like, he says that he, he knew. knew. He knew. Oh, that he weekend. knew. He always knew. He told me that weekend he knew he was going to marry me. He told me that. That's funny. Later. That's but funny. I would have said, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I date, I had four boyfriends at one time. So, you know. The rotation. <laughs> yeah. Just, and ask if any of those other guys knew that, that like, you know, um, mom was dating other guys. No idea. Well, they were just two best friends. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> not a wise move. I would not advise that to any of you all out there. You hear that? Um, do Darby, don't take my mom's dating advice. Right. No, 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 Darby. Do not do that. Do not date best friends. It is not. It never works that well. <sighs> yeah. Well, Luke did date one of my exes, so that was that's fun. I did. You. It was for a very brief period. Of time. It was. It did not go well. Yeah, it didn't go well. I got too. I, Mom, this will shock you. I got way too attached and way too e, way too emotional too fast. 
What? <laughs> you did? What? <laughs> I'm shocked. I know. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> back to the damn cult. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like you are 22, you're out of college, you have you right. have um, um, you have like moved home to Dayton and you're starting okay. to go to like prayer meetings that people are just like having Right. So I'm going to I'm going to try to paint a scene for everyone really quick. So this is um this is Dayton, Ohio in the later part of the 70s, which at this point in time is still a pretty I don't know if booming town's the right word, but there's a lot going on. A little bit more exciting yeah. than it is right right now. <laughs> and then there's a lot what of What was Dayton's there, claim to fame back then? Right brothers. And that's it. So you <laughs> peaked back then? NCR, NCR. Oh yeah, yeah. NCR. That's NCR. actually huge. NCR yeah. and other uh, Delco, they were like a defense contractor okay. thing. You've got the you, you have the Air Force Base, and, right? And yeah, oh yeah, you have right Patters, yeah. And me, there's a lot of stuff. It was a pretty actually like big yeah. big place for a period. So there's a period of Dayton in an old in an old neighborhood called Five Oaks. That's it's on the west side of Dayton, right near the Art Institute. Gorgeous building and <laughs> west side, and so it's a really old like cobblestone street old houses our parish my parish growing up corpus christi parish is in in five oaks by the time that we moved in 91 five oaks is incredibly dangerous was it like that back in the 70s no not i, didn't I mean i think so no i just couldn't remember i mean i don't remember it being like as bad as it was when we left no no yeah so was everyone who was um, living in that in that area, was that intentional yet, or was it just people were just kind no, of... No, it was intentional. People were moving there. To be in community? The, to be in community, yes. Okay. So they were moving in that general area to be in community. And everyone that's involved for the most part, they're in their 20s or early 30s. Correct. Okay. Which I yeah. think is fascinating, but <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we will get to that. So you start going to stuff at, at, at the Aider's house, which for... Not the storefront, not their house. Sorry, yeah. sorry, but like it's it is it is it is the Aiders who are like running right. this, yeah, and they're yes. doing it at like a storefront in yeah, it in was five just bucks. like a room, yeah. And then how many people would be at that? Oh gosh, it was all young people, so it was me and Janet and I'm trying to think, and then little Mo Schubert's with a gimpy and... leg. No, don't 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 say that. No, I'm just trying to think. Um, why are you shaking? I don't know. Head? Just I'm just trying to. I don't remember how many Luke. I mean, okay, sorry. I'm there wasn't tons. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Was it like, was it like twenty or thirty, or is it like ten no. to fifteen, something like that? Ten to fifteen. Yeah. Okay, and so you guys it, were it, just it, there, and this is one of the things I always wanted to know because I've been to Bible studies, I've been to prayer meetings, I stumbled in on a Filipino charismatic prayer meeting. That the best. That was intense. That was. They were like, best. please don't leave. Come, and I was like, okay, <laughs> and I was like, buckle up. <laughs> Uh, Things are wonderful. It, it was actually pretty awesome. But yeah, what what was it like? What did you? What would you say you did there? What? Well, this is what we did. They had uh, two, they had a couple of guys playing guitars. We had the music. We sang songs. We prayed. They did a teaching. Some usually one of them, one of the uh, like Jim Ader or somebody would do a teaching. We sang some more. We prayed and. Well, and then we socialized a little bit, you know, I mean, we talked and, but that's it. So it, it was all, was it like 
who was organizing it? Was it was there a priest there, or was it just all no, lay people? No, no, it was all lay people, and everyone's just doing it on their own. Yep, I never really got involved with any priest, really, to be honest with you, until um, until we started attending Corpus more diligent. You know, like because I was still going to Mercy. Yeah, everybody else was still going to you know they were going to Corpus. But I, I think what's so interesting is that there really doesn't seem to be a lot of priests involved with a mm-hmm. lot of these things that are going on. No, I mean like obviously that's happening at Franciscan, but like not like yeah. like what you're doing is just at Theater's House, at the storefront. Sorry, at the storefront. <laughs> I know I keep saying sorry because okay, so the Aiders <laughs> also ran my youth group. So you know, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like, and then we had, you know, yeah. So it's 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 very much a lay led movement, and uh, mm-hmm. Father Michael Scanlon yes. was, you know, one of the early super involved priests with a lot of this. It's pretty awesome. I loved him. Yeah. I miss him. Yeah, yeah. He taught so, a couple classes that uh, sat as a visiting professor, and you know, one, like literally one or two classes, not like the whole semester. I I went to my when I when I was there that first weekend, the first conference. I did a confession with him. Yeah. And um, I remember him telling me, like, I was in there forever. Probably, Your son will podcast. Yes. <laughs> Your son's voice will reach to Latvia. But I just remember him telling me, and I, cause I thought, man, he's going to give me a million Our Father's Hail Marys because I dumped everything on him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he just looked at me and he says, I just, he just basically, he, want, he wanted me, to, he gave me a suggestion. And then he says, I know you're struggling with this. And he goes, he gave me, and he said what I was struggling with and my math about dropped to the ground. And I said, okay. And then he said, well, I just want you to know that uh, you just keep praying and you're doing a, you know, like he basically told me I was doing a good job. And he was just, he was just, he was just very understanding and very, I don't know. I, I just, God put him cause I needed him. Mm-hmm. I needed, mm-hmm. I needed him. Mm-hmm. And I felt very cleansed afterwards. I felt very relieved, and I and I cried. I do remember crying afterwards. Classic Carrie move. I know. <laughs> so, um, gave me a hug and said, "Jesus loves me." I said, Yay! <laughs> "Thank you." <laughs> okay. So, okay. So then, while you're doing, so you're going to stuff at like the storefront. Yes. Dad's involved in the more community community. Right, he was not going to those. What's the difference between Until. the two? Community was a group of people who were living their lives for the Lord and did a lot of group thing. I mean, you know, they had their prayer meeting, they had mm-hmm. their men's group, they had their women's group, they did family things, they did teachings, they were involved at Corpus and, and volunteered for many things at Corpus. So they were involved with the church as well. It was more like, you know, I don't want to say club, but no, but you I know, mean, it was, like, but it was basically yeah. like, you know, you just couldn't say, "Hey, can I be a member?" You had to be approved. So you had to be approved. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, That's, yeah, well, yeah. Are you so, in it to win it, son? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, like, okay, sorry, mom, you you were about to say something. No, I'll wait. It could be a comment later. So then, so okay, so this is between nineteen almost seventy eight and. Um and oh, I'm 1980, and these this time frame does matter. So, so you are unmarried in 80. 80. When is Dad kicked out of community <laughs> <laughs> for the first time? <laughs> that was before we met. I mean, that was right around the time he was not in community when we were dating. He was not. So he had gotten kicked out already. 
Right. I think even okay. by the time I met him, he was not in it. Okay. Okay. Because I remember him telling me that he got kicked out a couple times and that he would sit on the Lawrence's porch while people oh, would leave and he would make fun of them. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like out loud, like smoking cigarettes and being like... <laughs> Because my dad, from what, I re- from what I recall, and feel free to, to tell me if I am wrong, you know, dad can't keep his mouth shut. No, he cannot. If he thinks that um, something's wrong. So. Right. No, he, if, if he, yeah, no, he can't. And so. it would just like, and they probably saw him as a little bit like, you know, little, a little stubborn. Like a lot of the men at yeah. this point in time, they yeah. are living with different families in the community. And he, and he was living with a family. Yeah. Cause when they, he was in community. He was living with the family. Yeah. Cause they, they want them to be around other uh, families. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. one of the last conversations he has with his family is to F off. <laughs> and yeah. then I had the dad as my professor in college, my first day of school. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Carrie, so, Carrie, Carrie. Yeah, no, he he gave me a look, and I was like, I know what that means. I remember you so, telling me about that. Yeah. Oh so, do you think he recognizes me and my dad? <laughs> yes, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you probably think, yeah. So, no, he was very nice. The guy was very oh, nice about it. Like, so then, what? Like, what are your impressions of the community during this time? Well, at that time, it was like they were. A, I was very anti-community. I looked more of it as a, I don't want to say a cult yet. I did later on, but I felt like it was more of a, a you know, like they were elitist. Mm-hmm. You're, we're too good for you. And, I, and then I was like, well, I don't need you anyway. Type of situation. Yeah. So then when Jim and Judy decided to leave and go into community, we were all like, what? Okay. And then we decided to just do our own thing, which we did. And other, so it brought in other couples. And, you're and just, so it was more. Yeah. Doing that at a guy's house. Yeah. At a house. Houses. Yeah. We would, yeah. 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 And so, so yeah. And there, I'm, I'm tempted. I'm like, and this family was there in that, but I, I want, just because I, I want, I'm going to know who these people were because mm-hmm. you do know, you do know a couple of them, but. So, okay, so you guys are doing your own thing for mm-hmm. a couple of years. What's your relationship? Because, like, y- like you get married in eighty. A lot of these people who are involved in the community are at your wedding. They're around. Like, what's no? A lot of them didn't come to the wedding. Really? Okay. So the people who were my my timeline is because it's it's, it's weird because like I didn't realize how much of like a divide there was during this period because when you oh it was a big divide when you would uh, when you would talk to me about the past it was always referred to at, like. Um, when you when you talked about this stuff, when you spoke of community, it was as if it was all one thing. Okay, to me, no, but, but I can understand why they, you would do that. Right. Too, I was, you and, know. and 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 there were, I mean, the, we we had friendships with people in community, but the overall, the, there were only like a couple. But for the wedding, I just remember your dad picking out groomsmen, and there were there were one that was we were friends with for years. You know, but the other one, we he also he he referred to himself as another community reject. So you know, it was like a little like you know, look at us, we're community rejects. Yeah, gonna be in the carry wedding. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so then, when do you guys join? Like you join? Well, like it's around what? Like the like is it? 
before so people they, moved to Stupidville, or was it after? Oh, it was after. I okay. never would have joined before. So there was no, a bunch of people moved to Steubenville. Correct. In the middle to the to like latter part of of the eighties. Right. Do you know why they did that? They said they were called to go to Franciscan in Steubenville. But like, like they were, it was the town, not the school per se. Right. It was the town. Yeah, they were called okay. to Steubenville. I don't know why. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. I I don't know why. So was dad like dad was not in the community. So he wasn't asked to ever go. Oh no. I mean, he we okay. thought about it. I mean, we did think about it, but just as like we'll just go on our own and I screw just, you guys. Who are the carries? Yeah, I yeah, I just yeah, no. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird cuz like I, like we have some very good friends. Like if you guys had gone, I would have grown up with like Kissinger and Kervaniak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like there would have been yeah. people in Steubenville that became some of my best some of my best friends at like whose parents were involved. I don't know how well, but they were just involved right. with the charismatic stuff out out in yeah. out in Steubenville. So what so they feel called to go. What does that do to like your relationships with people that you have that do that do go? Well the one I never I didn't know those people very well. The only one I knew were the ones that live right across the street that we yeah, were friends with. And they were with. like really good friends with dad. Yes. Because they, they knew very, your dad when he was. close with them. Yeah. Because your dad had known them for years, even before, yeah. you know. As, so, I, no, I, I did not know a lot of those people. They made me very uncomfortable. I did not like. What made, them, what made you uncomfortable about it? I felt like I was always being judged. And it was probably mm-hmm. all in my head. I'm not saying that 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 is. Yeah. And I also, I just, I just didn't feel like I could. I just, I was never around him much to get any. To be honest with you, to get any type of feeling. When I was, did I did see him? They were nice, but they were gone before I, I even. Like I said, they didn't even come to our yeah. wedding, which I thought was you know a little sad, but. And maybe because your dad didn't invite him. I don't remember. I mean, knowing your dad, he probably yeah. said, I don't want him there either. So. Yeah. Because I, I know there's some people that dad had like a falling out. It was I mean, big. I, it's, it I've was never. It was a big falling out. When, like in like in mm-hmm. the 70s. Like mm-hmm. when he, Okay. So it was it, it was mm-hmm. like something pretty. Okay. Because he made it sound like to me like he was kind of like. In and out a, a whole bunch. I wouldn't say a whole bunch, but he was in and out. And maybe okay. he was, maybe he was more, maybe he was more than I realize. I mean, that could have been well too. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. old Gomer. I forget things. <laughs> <laughs> so th- like, w- because it, I mean, it, even into the nineties, I can remember dad talking about it with a, there's a little, I think there's some, there was some woundedness there over the people who left. Yes. Yes, I think it was a they real, never settled like, anything, which I which which makes me sad. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. does because it, things were never settled, and I just feel like if it could have been, it, it needed to be settled, but it never, it never. There's a couple of people, professor being one, that was that they needed they needed to have it settled, and I'm sorry that they couldn't do yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, what. I've heard one person that I know that uh, my old spiritual director, when he spoke of like some of the charismatic stuff that's been going on for the past 10 to 10 to 15 years, he said it's 
coming out of like it has its roots in the in like the charismatic stuff that we experienced, but there's a bit of sobriety there, and it seems to be with a lot of people that sobriety is the involvement of priest or just more people on behalf of the magisterium of the church being a bit more involved with these groups. Do you think was that like? Do you think that oh, was lacking? Could that have helped at all? What do you think? I'm not sure what you're asking. Sorry. <laughs> nope. That's that's fine. Like, do you think do you think it was easy for a lot of these groups to go off the rails because they didn't have the help of oh, priests? Oh, okay. In terms of like, y- yeah, yes. like just saying like some of some of the groups that had stability that like my buddy Dave, who's Dave Van Vickle, who's charismatic community is still full bore down in dallas they've had really strong priests that have been a part of the community mm-hmm. as members as well as you know priests mm-hmm. that kind of lead it and y'all because like one of the things we're not talking about is what's going on with the priest at corpus which during this period uh isn't great yeah. <laughs> isn't great like but you know you're, he, he but he was a great guy you know I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just, I know. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> so our priest uh, basically, and I put this politely, died of AIDS. Died of AIDS had a lot of gay yeah. lovers and died of AIDS. But he so was he was, was really such a sweet. He was, he was such a sweet like people really liked him, and it was just really devastating. I remember when he died. I I have one mm-hmm. memory of him, but uh, it just and there was you just. It stunned it was, the community. It, it pre- stunned everybody. Yeah. yeah. And he was he, he just, was, was a part of the community or he was just the He, was, he the was a pastor at the parish. And he was a great pastor. Yeah. It wasn't like he was bad at his job. He was a great pastor. He just, you know, a side gig. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the side gig had him. That was bad. <laughs> just, you know. You may want to edit <laughs> that out. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> keep it in joke. No, so, but it's, it's, like, do you think that would have happened? Like, sorry, Gomer put it way better than I did. Like, would that, would more priest involvement have perhaps, per, like, prevented some of the hurt? I, I think so. I think they probably would have recognized the hurt. And then maybe they would have said, hey, we need to fix this. You know, you're, an mm-hmm. outside voice is always so much better. You know, yeah. and, and if you're living it, yeah. sometimes you just yeah. don't see it. And I'm sure there's right. a side that they could tell me about your dad. You know, that would have, I would have went, oh, why did you act that way for? You know, I mean. You, well, sometimes we're impulsive and have a hard time regulating our emotions. That's my dad. Okay? Oh, my dad. Well, yeah. You get it on us from all sides. So, yeah. Yeah. So then, so everyone, like, they leave. And this is just so unfascinating to me because there's all these dynamics. And some of these people are your, like, really good friends. They go to they go to Steubenville, and that's when you fully join community. Right. Because I I okay. was never interested in it before that. Because to me, it was more like a cult. Because the people that I talked to that was in it that came out of it, they were they were saying things like you couldn't you couldn't make any decisions on your own. Everything had to be discerned. Everything. Yeah. So you had to bring everything. And I, I just really had a hard time with that. I get that oh, if yeah. I want discernment, I will ask for it. I get that if you see something bothering me and you say, hey, I can see something's bothering you. You want to talk about it? Would you like any discernment on it? 
but don't tell me that I have to come to you and tell you, gee, which washer and dryer should I buy? Kenmore or, you know, the other. Yeah. I mean, Whirlpool. yes. Yeah. To me, that's ridiculous. I don't know, because Kenmore is <laughs> satanic. No. <laughs> well, you know, it does. I was um, listening to an old interview we did with the Catholic stuff guys, old being 2019. And they talked about how, like, you know, they, I think if they want to spend anything over X amount of dollars, they have to ask the guys that they are in community with. And there's a thing about that that I like. It's like, if you are married, you know, you can't, like, if dad's going to give us $100 to go see the Supertones like he did that one time, he needs to tell you, hey, I'm giving... Um, Luke and his friends one hundred dollars to go see the Supertones. I just shake um, my head. I know, and I did, did not know that. He, he's now, like, so. <laughs> you if didn't I did, um, I know that? Forgot, Luke. Yeah, yeah. We were living on. I want to say we were in Monterey. Oh, God, we still, I remember, but like he, 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 he <laughs> <laughs> no money living on. Monterey, there was never money. Whatever. No money. Yeah. So he wanted. He's like, I remember. He's like, I want to go outside and I want and I want to like hand it to them myself. And I was like so grateful, but also embarrassed. <laughs> He wanted to like hand it out to everyone. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but which I mean, that is like was a very charitable, yes. like you know, love doing things. He like, did like give that. away so, money. Um, In fact, I got a text. I meant to tell you this, Luke. Side note again, Gomer. Sorry, but but okay. He's used to it. Was I received a text about two weeks ago from one of the friends I went to Steubenville, the conference with for the first time, Janet, who texted me and just out of the blue. And she said, I just want you to know that I've never forgotten what Greg did for me. Um, I needed, she goes, he gave her $10, just $10, but she needed it for her gas money. He didn't know she needed for gas money. He just felt like God was telling him to give her money. And so, so he just said, I don't know why I felt the need to tell you, you know, but you here, take this. I know you can use it. And she goes, he was so charitable and so kind to me. And she goes, I've just never forgotten it. She was in our wedding too. And her daughter was the flower girl in the wedding. Dad was yeah. very yeah. receptive and responsive to the whole I spirit. did not remember this, but you know. <laughs> well, but I can remember him yeah. doing certain things with yeah. me. Just kind of being like, he had a real like, hey, you yeah. need to do this or hey. Yeah. You know. Whatever. Anyway, so, go ahead. Like what? I, okay, so I remember mm-hmm. Dad telling me a story that there was a couple who got pregnant out of mm-hmm. out of wedlock. They had to apologize mm-hmm. to the entire yes. community. Did that happen like while you were there, or is that something that happened before? Before my time, or, bit weird. But yes, and because, and the thing is, yes. So that's why when you started dating someone, they had to be approved by community. And they also encouraged you to get married within the first six to 12 months of meeting each other and dating. I hope huh. they call it courtship. Um, they could. <laughs> now, it, it is interesting to me, like, what separates an intentional community from a cult? And that line can be very broad. And at certain parts, it looks like it can be very right. thin. Because, like, I feel like the benefit of having a priest who is familiar with mm-hmm. religious orders. Right, would understand the difference between living under mm-hmm. a rule, which is like this right. is our way of life, this is what we adhere to, while at the same time saying, but we're lay people, and as lay people, we're not moving into each other's houses, with the exception of mm-hmm. maybe some right. singles or whatever. But like for the most part, we're going to live near each other. We're going to all go to this one parish. 
We're going to help love and support mm-hmm. each other. You know, we're going to do the thing. We're going to be in each other's lives. People will know we are Christians exactly. by our love. And then at some point, at some point along the line, that that membrane becomes a little too permeable, right? right? And like living the Christian witness so that all the world can see the good works and give glory to God their Father all of a sudden becomes the externalism of the Pharisees. And then it goes from that, that self-disciplined externalism into the the fake religious hypocrisy, which is we have to look a certain way and then we have to attack people within us who don't represent, you know, who don't share the face, that the face of the organization or the community or the group. And then it just becomes from that point on this ultra manipulative controlling it's all the wrong things of what an ordered intentional community should be i'm going to take away your autonomy you got to discern with community which really means i want my input on everything in your life not because i care about kenmore or whirlpool but because i care that i get to make that decision for you you know it's like that weird power thing and uh yeah and you think about that like with religious orders like it makes sense that they renounce a radical amount of autonomy, but you're not in a religious order, and it's just like like mm-hmm. with marriage, you can't demand of your boyfriend or girlfriend an exclusivity that you can demand of your spouse, right? And hmm. and the same is true about a religious order. Like you're a lay person, there are lay institutes and lay associations, and you kind of live under a rule, but it's not the same thing. You're not taking vows to these people. And if you do it, it outside of the the kind of like mm-hmm. understanding of the church, this is why this is why two thousand years of religious orders helps us not become a cult, right? right. Like that's kind of the point, right? Yeah, and it, it's it, just yeah. it just sucks that yes. a good thing can become so because what you undone. said in the very beginning of that is so true. That's what I was wanting. That's what I was looking for, and yeah. I got that for a while, but then it just started, and then things were changing too with in our own personal lives as well. So it, it, it's just a real, it ended up being a hot mess by the time we got out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're getting there. So like, so you join and I, I want to talk and I, and I know we're like almost at an hour and a half here. So I'll, I'll try to keep this relatively brief. This like um last part. Are you okay on time that everyone, I have, I mean, it's almost 10, and I have my three youngest here that I got to shimmy to bed, okay. but yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, let me, I'll keep this part pretty brief then. So, like, when I'm, when it's the 80s, like, when I'm, when I'm, when you guys are in community, I'm going to the community's pre, pre, like, preschool and stuff, and I actually start to form a lot of relationships there, which sounds weird to say, but, like, that I still have. Hey, Patty, can you do me a favor and stop I'm messing trying. with your microphone? I keep- <laughs> no, you don't have to hold it out. Just don't let it hold, touch your, your, it. Yeah, your blouse like, or Mom, whatever. Hold the, hold the cord, not that. Yeah, and you're fondling the, the <laughs> microphone cord. You know, I won't. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get so, it, but still. <laughs> like, I, I see a lot of really good right. things that come out yeah. of this. Like, a lot of that, like, you know. But it. So then mm-hmm. you guys join. What's it like after you join? Is it good? Is you it know, like- I, I loved everybody yeah. that was there. I was in a women's group that I really liked. They, uh, we supported each other. Your dad loved his men's group. 
Um, we, they, every time we had to move, they would help us. I mean, you know, it was great. It was, and we helped them whenever Mm -hmm. anybody needed anything. I loved it. It was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I, I have like Mm -hmm. nothing but great memories of us going to do things, going to baseball games, Mm -hmm. going to see the power team. Oh yeah. The power team. uh, I forgot about that. Doing. Yeah. Like. Like, you know, the only thing that was, was um, weird was there were people who, who weren't allowed to watch Ghostbusters and that confused me. <laughs> so, like, yeah. and so th- I, there's a lot of good. Like, I, I remember, like, growing up, like, seeing people praying in tongues, prayer groups, different things like that, to me, were very, mm-hmm. very normal. I didn't think they were weird at all. I didn't have any, like, it just, it was just, it was, yeah. ext- it was extremely normal. So then when... When does it get bad again? Well, it was just, it was like we had a good five years maybe in there. And then after that, it was just, um, I don't know. I think your dad was dealing with a lot of stuff physically, which was also hitting him Mm -hmm. emotionally. And which would always bring up a lot of stuff from the past that he never dealt with. So Mm, that needed to be dealt with. And he just really yeah. struggled that. So between um, him physically going through a lot with his pain and so forth and just how we were trying to make ends meet and, you know, things like that, just personal, just personal stuff. And it just got to be too overwhelming. Yeah. And when people would try to make suggestions, I don't think he took things well at that point in time. He wasn't hmm. handling saying, Greg, you should probably do this. He wasn't handling that well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, and I, I think like too with what Dad was going through mm-hmm. with his disability, it's a, a that is you do not understand that yeah. until you yeah. have lived that, and you see it and you understand where people are like, why can't you just work? It's right. like because oh, some days right. you can't get out of bed. Right. So how are you supposed to show up right. to a job when you just can't yeah. when you can't barely walk? Yeah. You know. So like. Like people were expecting my dad to be in a wheelchair full time by right. um, um 1990, which um never happened, but there was a like in hindsight a real clear det- deterioration. You can kind of like see over yeah a broad yeah. period mm-hmm. of time, I would say. So, and then is it when like dad tries to like on the work again, yes. it gets a little weird. Is that when things really like he was working with people from the community? No, it doesn't really work yes. out, and that's where it so it just down. they just decided he just we just had to yeah. This is around, I'm 95 because I I'm yeah, 12. I fully yeah, remember so. all of this now. Yeah, yeah. And so was it? I I've we've never I mean, we've talked about like our experience mm-hmm. of this time ours being like. Mm-hmm. the kids and you but like we've never really talked about like what happens well see that's one thing i just can't remember that and i sit there and i'm trying to think of it and i'm racking my brain trying to think exactly what was it that caused us the split i i don't know i i just i think we were starting to have different views of things i think we were starting to see the world differently um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was I I wasn't like I just had a hard um I don't know how to put this. I didn't like being I okay, I'll just be honest with you. Okay. They didn't like the fact that I had my tubes tied. Okay. I physically could mm-hmm. not carry another child. Mm-hmm. I could not do it. And so yeah. I didn't know what to do about it. 
and they were, I had that my women's group was like, you know, you shouldn't do, you know, don't do it, don't do it. But then I'm like, you're not in my shoes. It's either that, mm-hmm. or if I do get pregnant again, and I don't know what I would do because I don't think I could have taken it physically or mentally. So, yeah, I didn't know what to do. And your dad's case and his his physical stuff, you know, (laughs) it just wasn't. And I I didn't know what else to do. And I thought, you know what? If God's going to condemn me for this, then he's not what I thought. (laughs) I really was struggling there for a while. I had my own struggles with my faith at that point. I had been so strong for so long in my faith. Just so like, this is it. This is it. This is it. I mean, it, everything was going great. And, you know, I mean, our outside personal lives up and down with your dad's disability, but my personal prayer life was always like good overall, good and strong. Good, you know, I was happy. It, 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 1989 smacked me and 1990 hit me in the face. It was like, ugh, 90 to 95. Really? Ugh. Can I say that? Ugh. That's allowed. That's allowed. <laughs> the whole, I, I never yeah, realized that. I mean, it was just really yeah. hard. I would have really good prayer time with them, my women's group, because I loved my the women in my women's group. But I felt like I could never really truly share what was going on. Not truly. Not really let them know mm-hmm. how bad I was feeling. I felt guilty for doing it. But I knew that it was something I had to do. My mom had no issues about me. I talked about it with mom, my mom. And she was like, you know, they, you know, she's like, no, I'm, you know, so she helped me through it as well. I don't know. I just feel like guilty, I guess, you know, and I don't Mm understand. Then I had this fight. Why can't I just have babies like everybody else in communities having babies? Everybody else can spit out babies, you know, (laughs) that sort of thing. And it was just like, I don't understand. And so. But, you know, I just had, I, I did what I thought I had to do at the time. I did not. I mean, I, I knew that you had that done, but it, I did not it was know rough that like, on it was so yeah, rough was. on you physically. Mm-hmm. I think I vaguely remember. The, because the, I would the, joke that she was, her, her pregnancy was so difficult for me. I don't even think I, I never was really honest with you guys how difficult it was. Because what, I mean, you know, you were little. I wasn't going to tell you everything I'm going through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luke, let me help you tie your yeah, shoes. So also. Mean, yeah. This labor or this pregnancy know, is emotionally so. devastating right about now. Yeah, man. Well, and and it's not like the eighties were a cakewalk either. Oh no! I mean, with dad's like tumor on it, his pancreas, and all this other Luke stuff. Cracks and, me up with so, his, like you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I have one child. How'd you do it with two? I said, try three, and then Gomer says, try four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when after like because I like. After the breakdown kind of like happens, is there like I feel like you maintained a lot oh, yeah. of like your friendships oh, yeah. Though, I, I, with, I, oh, yeah. with with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, even yeah. up to this day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very lucky yeah. there. You know, I you know, so I I yeah, I maintained friendships and and it just it just it wasn't it just wasn't for us. We just decided it wasn't for us anymore. Was that hard for Dad? I think more than what he was willing to admit to me. I think it was, but he didn't want to act mm-hmm. like it was. He wanted to act like it was no big deal. 
Yeah. But I think it was because he knew this was final. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He knew you were walking yeah. away. Yeah. He was done. Like he he was, just couldn't fight the fight yeah. anymore. And it, we really, he, and, and I don't know what he's talking because then he became, you know, the pastor that came in after uh, Father Jim, he was great as well. And they were very close. Yeah. Very close yes, with that him. was very and close with him. I don't know what he talked about with yeah. Father Jim. So, you know, Father Jim probably could tell you probably a lot more than what I could. So um, I'm sure he told him yeah. a lot more than your dad shared with me. Yeah. Because they, they yes. were basically doing a lot of yeah. spiritual yeah. direction is what I would call it. Yeah. Like a, a lot. So are you in hindsight glad that you did it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I have no this. regrets. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. No. No regrets. Because yeah. I certainly see, like, I, mean, I remember being at a baseball game with Father Dan Hess and uh, with, like, Sean Nader. We were all, were, you know, I mean, Father Dan Hess, obviously, mm-hmm. priest of the Archdiocese. Um, and um, we had Sean on the podcast a while ago. He was my boss there. We, we all, like, we talked about how, like, it's just kind of interesting. <laughs> we're all doing stuff in the church. Yeah. I know. Isn't that funny? You know, like, like just kind of that, that like, and I, you know, I mean, I have known Father Dan Hess for as long. I oh, I remember don't him remember in the not room. knowing him. <laughs> You know, and so like they're just the babe in his womb, in her womb, leopard joy. Yeah, there's a lot of like I just I don't know if you really. I mean, I'm not saying that like he, that like you should or anything, but like the impact of it, like yeah. on my life and on the lives of other people, is gigantic. Well, it's interesting because her perspective is an outsider mm-hmm. who joined it. Yours is being right. raised in it, right? Yeah, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's two, yeah, it's two, it's one yeah. family, two totally different. I, I have to move, guys. I yeah. got low battery. Yeah, <laughs> da, 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 da. it's okay. We're we're it's almost, in the red. how how much of a battery life do, do you have? Well, like how far uh, into the red is it, Mom? Uh, I'm trying to see. <laughs> it's pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why can't everything be simple for us? I mean, it's, I think I have like fifteen percent. Right, well, okay. Okay. We're gonna wrap it up here pretty soon. So, yeah. But like it, <laughs> you know, like one thing that's been like like very cool that I will say is I don't think like your faith, your experience of the faith is over by oh, no. like any means. And I've I've seen a lot of I don't know if growth is the right word. I feel kind of bad saying that, but like. I just think over the last, you know, 10 years or so, I just, I've seen you kind of like reown a, a like a, yes, a lot of that. Which yeah. Has been oh, cool thank you. For me to see. Cause I, 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 cause I do think in hindsight now, after like hearing kind of you explain a lot of that stuff, like it, it helps make certain things make more sense. We've always been a, like, you know, I'm definitely the most conservative person mm-hmm. in like our family by far. Uh, but we've always been a little bit more. Um, like, you know, I remember you telling me certain things that like, well, you know, we don't, we like, we believe everything, but like, not this is perhaps is like a, you know, a, um, a bit extreme or whatever, but you never like shied away from it being important. Like, you know, like, like, even if there are things like we don't agree about right now with this stuff, you still push yes, me in I, that direction. Okay. Yeah. You know, and that makes a lot of sense because I think at times I, I, I have struggled a bit with like, why I am know, I the only one still standing? I often wondered, <laughs> and, what did I go wrong with your sisters? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder that every time. <laughs> no, no, but like, like it, right? Because it was so important to us, and and like, 
like obviously like dad a dad passing away and stuff it, it's a mm-hmm. different dynamic now but i really like the dynamic of our family now and, and i think it but it's um it's weird because it's like like i really received my faith mm-hmm. from you and dad like it's it's i it's it's like it's instrumental in it being passed on to me and being pushed in that direction and so i don't think that even though like you guys like like after like you left and stuff you still maintained those relationships but now in hindsight and sorry i'm processing it out out loud here um i can see where things started to kind of like move in a different direction from a faith perspective but then at the same time why you were still pushing me in that direction because i feel like for us like there was I don't know. I, I felt like as I was getting more, like as I was getting mm-hmm. more religious, right, or more into yes. my, or just like I'm like growing into my faith during college. You guys were getting l- less. Like, l- you were getting l- less. Um, I, I, yeah, <clears throat> sorry. I had, yeah. Yes, to like a certain extent. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but that makes sense now had, after hearing kind of like yeah. what yeah. you went through and kind I of had that. my rocky period there in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but I don't think like. But I don't think that, but I would say like, also like your faith is to me still like very, very evident. And I, I, this is my sound of a bulb. Like I see you as still in this place of like trying to, trying to really understand it all still. No, no, I don't think you stopped. Let me put it that way. I would never say that. I mean, you somehow have a Matthew Kelly book on your shelf, and I have no idea how it, how it ended up there because it sure as shit I'm like, wasn't who? for me. It's on my shelf. <laughs> what is I know. It? I was like, why is it there? Explain that. Expl- oh, this is the good one. This is Rhythm of Life. This one's okay. What book is it? <laughs> I don't even know. It's the rediscover. Oh, I, I just grabbed that from who gave me that? Was it my dad? Somebody gave it to me. It could have been. Who knows? It could have been a random person yeah. at Advent yeah. or I mean, Lent. I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I, uh, I. Everyone has thousands of those. Jesus and I are stronger than ever. Well, I should say we're we're better than we've been for a long time. So. Hmm. Yeah. Oh Do you yeah. Feel like the podcast has helped with that. That sounds. <laughs> that sounds a little bold, but like I, no, I don't it know. has. I mean, like you guys are getting all Marvel on me and yeah. talking about these other things, <laughs> which is good. You need a balance. You can't always be like you know. You, you need a balance. You, you hear you that, need a balance. people? We need and, this. Um, yeah. You don't want to always be the same yeah. on the same. You know, always agree. And I mean, there's you know, you need a little. I don't want to say, yeah, drama. That's that. I don't drama want to say conflict, little but conflict. You need a little drama. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. we are nothing if not <laughs> no. dramatic. Yeah, you know, but it is it is funny. Like when you think about like what I tell my kids, or I was on a show and they said, you know, how do you what a piece of advice would you ra- would you say to someone raising their kids Catholic about you know raising them Catholic? And I was like, don't be the weird couple that mm-hmm. makes everything Catholic. Like er- all good things can find a place in the church, right? But. Do things like baseball and music and don't do things that like your kid because because what ends up happening is your faith, you want it to be your life, but it becomes mm-hmm. your job and your hobby. Yeah. Right. And you there are all these aspects of your relationship with your kids. Like they want to explore the, and this is the thing I see with 
like people in small communities or um, any kind of closed society, right? It's like I go to a very small church right now, and the the warning signs, uh, you know, there's no red flags anywhere. But like I've had friends that have been a part of like Latin Mass community, and it's very small, and you know everyone's business, and you have no problem, you know, telling people off and doing all this stuff or, or being like cruel and backbiting and all these things, and you realize that um that everyone there's this like you said that elitism of like there's this implicit competition to show everyone else that you're one level above everyone else right like oh you do this well i do this and this and and i was like no 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 the because your kids being raised in that environment that becomes mm-hmm. a straitjacket you know almost like the way you were describing um you know the catholicism in the 60s it was like the the regimentation of it and i was like okay so you're a devout roman catholic you do all this stuff you blah 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 the last thing you want is your kids thinking that the only good in this world is found within the confines of the catholic faith and that's it meaning mm-hmm. like actually like going to mass or something like that because when they f- the moment they find something good they're gonna that is gonna bring them doubts and start pulling them away like music like they play the guitar and all of a sudden they're like yeah well, I'm into all this stuff, and it's like, yeah, because you created mm-hmm. an artificial environment, right? And you, you, people like, um, and that's the thing I see with these communities is they, th- there are legitimate reasons to mm-hmm. flee the world today, right? The, and and in the '80s, you know, with the threat of communism and like all this stuff, I mean, there were there were legit mm-hmm. recessions and things like, yeah, there's reason to be scared, weird moral stuff going on, but then. That that desire to like take morality mm-hmm. and faith seriously can very quickly become uh, a myopic, uh, like straight jacket, suffocating, you know. And that that's not right. how the faith was meant to be lived. I agree, know? and that's and that's and, 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 yeah. and that you, you just see this. Yeah, help me. The charismatic renewal helped me see that. Help me accept mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like in a much better place. And I, and like I said, when we first started, because of them, because of the charismatic renewal, it's why I'm faithful to God today. And I would not be in this position. Mm -hmm. And you would not be raised that way, Luke. And you never would have gone to Franciscan. And you, and then you never would have met God. My sweet Luke. (laughs) My sweet Luke. (laughs) I mean, this like this doesn't exist, though. You know what I mean? Like I, I know, like. There's a clear, there yeah. is a thread. Yeah. There is, to me, in my mind, there's a clear thread. And if it's been building toward this, you're welcome. But like, <laughs> you are the culmination of but a like, million carries. Like, we all have those yeah. those things. I, I think like one thing that's like super um, uh, dangerous is to think that our experiences are in this box. Yep. And this is why this was so important to me, I think, because part of it is I think it's just like a fascinating right. thing, but also like it's my story. Yeah. You can't tell my nope, story without can't. this. Yeah. You just can't. If there's ever going to be an, you know, a a biography, I mean, which, dear God, let's not let that happen. <laughs> like, you have to explain. This is the boring part that people tend to skip through during the biographies about like the parents and all the grandparents. But like this, right. this provides the foundation for all of this stuff. Yeah. And like, why I was so glad to like, you know, have like have you on is because like, mom, like your story is everyone mm-hmm. like always likes to tell these like clean stories. And what I tend to like is like a little bit, a little bit. Uh, like you know of the mess and to me it's not like your life has been a mess i think that you've had an awesome life actually but uh it's been blessed with me but yeah 
<laughs> constantly they are constantly needing things. <laughs> yeah. But uh the um if you adjust like, your microphone arm one more time, I'm gonna fly up there and beat the hell out of you. Please. I would love to have I'd love to have have you out here. We're gonna go up to the flash in two weeks. Um yep. it right um yeah. I, I can come and hang out with me and Patty. Uh I will be I'm in excited. Ohio. When are you gonna be in Michael Ohio? Keaton as Batman. Yeah. Oh, when is that? Zoomville Youth Conference. July 7th oh, or 22nd. Oh, like There's a bunch 20. of them. That's like a month later. This is in two weeks from now. Oh, I was thinking. Uh, That's I'm June. Indian. Okay. Yeah. No, right. June. But no, June 20th. I'll be. It's June 20th. June 20th is like a Thursday, and I'm, I'm going to be on Pints with Aquinas. Oh, you Oh, great. Thank God. <laughs> Get those downloads, please. <laughs> I was going to tell you it's to go on as many podcasts as you can. I'll be going on Pints with Jack next week. True story. <laughs> so, um, no, but like, mom, like, I, I guess my point here is like, everyone that we talk to uh-huh. is in a conservative Catholic bubble for the most part. And I don't have a problem um, with that. Like, because it's just, it's, it's like, it's where we are. And there's like tons of like, um, uh, 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 um, different. I, anyways, my point is like, I think stories like yours are important for okay. us to hear. And they're, and I, I think like it's an incredible testament to like like what God can do in a like that, a yeah. person's life, and how like it's never really done. Like I think we all tend yeah. to think that it's just like yeah, then this no, happened and everything really. oh, was fine afterwards, <laughs> and it's like well, not really. Life got messy. <laughs> not yeah. really, yeah. and it's not going to be over until it's over. Okay, and even then, we don't know how it ultimately you know like you know like so I just. I don't know. I, I really appreciate you coming on and I'm going to sharing all of, all of this, all of this stuff. Cause I know it's not like the easiest thing to talk about, but it is super important to me. And it does help me like, just like understand a bit more about like where all, how all oh, this happened. Welcome. So I really do. I okay. uh, really Thank you. do appreciate it. I don't want anyone for you to say, <laughs> okay. I just love you. <laughs> Thank you, know. like, thank you, sweetie. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Instead, sorry that I, I'm touching the microphone. And if you want to, okay. if for all you young listeners okay. out there, if you want to get a glimpse into what I experienced, go see Jesus Revolution if you haven't done so already. Even though it, they don't talk about the mm. Catholic Church so much about it as I wish they would have touched more on the, what was going on in the Catholic right. Church with the Jesus Revolution, but that's okay because it wasn't about the Catholic Church. It was about Calvary Church, so... You don't know that till the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, um, but anyways. Yeah. And they, they have a line at the end about the guy. Oh, yeah, that it was, was all true. I didn't even know that either till the, the end. Movement. Yeah, and he he also uh, died of AIDS and had been, after like maybe 10 years in the movement, the guy that helped start it all. Uh, got Again, because that's what he did. That's life, what the, that's what drug culture. How God? Okay, yep. they never did say what he died of at the end. Yeah. So then he he died. Uh, there were there were rumors that maybe he was involved in in you know gay activity, gay relationships. I don't think relationships, but just like activity, you know, kind of like underground stuff, and um, and then it led back to the drug culture life. Mm-hmm. That's all speculation. A little that I know. But he came back near the end. I mean, even his own story is, I think, the last year of his life, he oh, came good. back to the church and came back to all of his 
all the stuff that yeah i mean you know the the funny thing is like one of the things that annoys me mm-hmm. like the, the uh, talking about the elitist mm-hmm. is when people think that they're done i've arrived and if there's one thing you can say with surety by studying the gospels mm-hmm. uh like the gospel of luke for instance is that the moment you think you're done that's when you look around and realize oh crap I'm in the camp of the Pharisees, right? Because the only right. one who's done is Christ, right? And mm-hmm. and if I think I'm complete, like even mm-hmm. Mary's mission wasn't done, right? Mm-hmm. But there are people who do mm-hmm. who act who totally act like that, and that's like one of the many red flags that you're dealing with a narcissist. Yeah, it was. Parading around yeah, I can see that he had trouble with his ego. That was in the movie as well. But it was it wasn't a great movie by any mm-hmm. stretch at all. I mean, it wasn't great, but. Mm-hmm. I I found it interesting yeah. just because I was, you know, living it later. I mean, they started in 68, but I meant I was 12. But you know what I mean? Just so yeah. it was interesting to me. Yeah. I can see why people maybe that are younger that can't get into it. But it was it was interesting. It was good. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That makes sense. All right. Well, uh, well, I know that Gilmer's got to go. So, I know, me too. Because I'm, I mean, I'm. It keeps telling me low battery, low battery, <laughs> inching <laughs> ever closer. It's not an Apple Apple products work, mom. Mom, really quick, how how, how do the Bengals? Oh, they're gonna do this year. Oh gosh. what do you think happens? <laughs> Super Bowl, maybe. I know they have a I chance. Know. They always have, like a have a chance. Oh, again. Gomer, I'm wearing my Who Day shirt. <laughs> Who Day? Just Who day. Case you're curious. Yeah. <laughs> Dare we to hope? Bound, baby. <laughs> Welcome to nope. the jungle. <laughs> yeah. It's a fool's hope. It's a fool's hope. You're welcome. <laughs> it's been fun. I enjoyed well, thanks, it. Even with all our technical it's difficulties. It was a lot I of appreciate fun. It. You guys are you guys are you guys yeah. are you are. You're really good together. We're a hoot and a half. I mean just whenever you talked about not doing Aww. it, I was like, whoa, Aww, <laughs> you Luke, gotta yeah. do it. You know? <laughs> That's right. Well, you're so We're doing this together. one for Patty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are, aren't we? We are. Oh, he's going on other podcasts without me, but it's fine. No, it's fine. I was just pines with the point. It's not like you had anything to do with Matt Fred's life. Oh wait. Oh wait, Luke. Oh wait. Everything. I remember Matt Fred had this great sense. line. He goes, "If I need to learn something about the faith, I might go to Taylor Marshall." Or not learn something about. It. He's, it was like some commentary. I might, I might go to Taylor Marshall. But if I'm struggling <laughs> in the faith, I'm going to Luke. Can you imagine trying to talk to someone when you're really struggling and, and, and going to anyone who's not Luke? Luke would be like, yeah, I had that doubt when I was 22. Oh, yeah, right there with you. I get it. Oh, no, I'm right there. Yeah. Well, it's good talking with you. I got to go put my kiddos to bed. Yeah. And my wife just sent me a text. They are on their way back because my daughter today Aww. turned 13, my oldest. Oh, I cannot she believe She is now that. a teenager, my Kateri. And they went to go see the movie wicked or not the movie the broadway musical wicked and the broadway cast is here in Ooh, houston i would love at, that for like they they rotate the tina turner oh, one that awesome. one and one other one um for like three four weeks so yeah i thought i went to my wife and i was like honey what do you think if we got kateri tickets to go see wicked and she looked at me and she goes are you joking I was like, I don't <laughs> think so. Why? <laughs> she said, because that's what I'm doing for her birth. She already, like, we've talked about it. We looked at the website, and I'm like, wait, what? So for the first time in my life, I guessed what my kids Good actually want. Good for you. Want. Dad yeah. of the year. 
Nailed it. Feel good. I took her, good took her out to lunch. Yeah, I took her out to lunch, and this is funny. This is this is a good podcast moment. I took her out to lunch. I take all my kids on a daddy, daughter, daddy, son date for uh, their birthday, and we go to wherever they want to go for lunch. Kateri has uh, champagne wishes and caviar dreams. She's like, steakhouse. So we went to this one place, and all we talked about the whole time was Shakespeare. Aw, that, that's so whole, awesome. She's like, I just really into Othello. Like, this character. And I'm like, well, interesting story. When they put on Othello for the first time in the American Wild West, a guy shot Iago because he hated him so much. Ah! <laughs> it's life. It's life. Oh, my God. Victorian era <laughs> ethics. Yeah. 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 All righty. Well, uh, y'all stay classy. All right. Thank you to Everly's up favorite person for, for coming on the oh. podcast. <laughs> I just love her. We okay. appreciate I know. Awesome. I know. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna okay. stop this, Mom. Don't don't hang up. Just don't bye. do anything. Five, four, say bye, everyone. Three, two, one.